Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr, and so happy to have you here listening again today. A good question, and many of you may be thinking about spring vacation, spring break, but have you heard of the idea of purchasing by using this idea, buy now, pay later? And then the question comes in, can you actually buy now, pay later to fund your traveling? Well, we have someone here with us today who's going to break it all down, the good and the bad about this buy now, pay later trend. Sally French is a travel expert with NerdWallet. Hi, Sally. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Terry. Okay, so this buy now, pay later, this just seems so odd to me for traveling, but what is it? And how does this actually work for travel costs? Yeah, you're right, Terry, to say that it's odd for traveling uh, because buy now, pay later has been a huge phenomenon that's been really, really popular in the last few years, especially in the beauty industries and the fashion industries. So this is a site type of alternative credit where basically you buy the item now and then just as it says it sounds you pay for it in smaller increments over time uh terms vary by the company you use use but typically you'll pay for it in four installments so if you purchase say a dress that's a hundred dollars you can walk away from uh, the store now with it in your hands you'll pay probably 25 now and then maybe every month for the next three months you will pay 25 dollars, which is still the same a hundred dollar dress uh paid for into smaller payments so we see this commonly with credit cards uh people you know buy something with a credit card they have it now and they pay off slowly over time so in a lot of ways this is similar but there are also a lot of differences that we'll talk about uh later also you know similarly a lot of people ask about isn't this sort of like layaway? Um, It's actually almost the opposite of layaway. With layaway, you say, you know, I want this expensive diamond necklace down the road. So I'm going to pay some money now, pay some money a little bit later, pay some money a little bit later until I've paid enough money. Then I finally get to walk away with that, you know, necklace that I reserved. Um, That's like a really interesting savings method because uh, people who have trouble saving, they're putting money down and they're giving it to, you know, the jewelry store to hold so they can eventually get this thing that they really want. This is the opposite. Get the thing you want now. And then after you've used it or after you've purchased it, then you have to pay for it. That said, travel is the fastest growing segment in the buy now, pay later marketplace. In 2019, just $10 million was spent collectively on the travel industry. Uh, So $10 million in 2019. By 2021, $800 million was spent on buy now, pay later within the travel industry. That's a 7,900% increase, which is, that's a pretty big increase. Uh, That is huge, (laughs) Sally. Okay, so this is very, very popular. Um, Yeah, you mentioned those numbers and those just kind of hit you because you're thinking about, oh, the love of traveling. And now, of course, people are getting back out there. But the idea that you're booking it, enjoying it, then paying for it. Ouch. I don't know. Okay. So let's talk about the three problems when it comes to using this whole buy now, pay later idea. Who, how about late fees? Does that impact buy now, pay later? 
Yes, late fees are really common in the buy now, pay later industry. Of course, pretty much any form of credit is going to charge late fees. Uh, credit card companies are also going to charge late fees if you don't pay them off on time. Um, and so, you know, it, it's you know not fair to say that these are worse than credit cards. But I do think buy now, pay later sort of gets you in to, to pay this way when you might not necessarily mm -hmm. need to. The challenge, if you just forget to make a payment, you know, sometimes I forget to just go to a meeting or like forget to put on my <laughs> shoes that morning. Right. Um, this seems, you know, if you can afford to not use buy now, pay later, um, it's a good deal. The average late fee is $8 and you figure, you know, that's $8 that I could have bought, you know, a, a sandwich on vacation. I would rather not pay the late fee. Okay, very good. The second one that is kind of a strike against buy now, pay later. I don't even get this. Tell me more about how a required auto pay can impact you if you decide to go this way for traveling. Yeah, so this is something really interesting that sort of sets buy now, pay later apart from credit cards is that some, not all, but many buy now, pay later companies will require you to set your bank accounts to auto pay. And a lot of them tout this as a good thing. Um, it does kind of guarantee that you won't get hit with that late fee that we just talked about. Right. Um, it kind of guarantees that you will pay and make the payment. Um, the challenge is it's not exactly a guarantee because what happens if you don't have money in that payment account? So forced auto pay is most likely going to come out of a checking account. Yeah. Um, the challenge is if your checking account has zero dollars or even just, you know, the the payment increment you need to make is a hundred dollars and you only have fifty dollars in there. Um, then what happens is you will still get hit with that late fee. And then on top of that, many banks will charge overdraft fees. Mm -hmm. If you try to make a payment that you don't have sufficient funds, you're going to get hit with an overdraft fee. Sometimes those can be well over $8. I've seen, you know, $30 overdraft fee. Right. So right. suddenly you forgot to make this payment. It is, you know, auto paying out of your account, but you forgot to check to make sure you have sufficient funds. Suddenly you have the $8 late fee, the $30 uh, you know, overdraft fee. And suddenly this thing that you got is becoming very expensive. Oh, that one sounds really painful. <laughs> so, okay. That's a good one to know about when you're actually considering this buy now, pay later. And then the other one, number three, I find really interesting because I also saw a survey where it says something like 45% of the buy now, pay later users did it because it covered their purchase when they otherwise may not have been able to afford it. And traveling yeah. fits into that where I can see you use a credit card to pay. But how does buy now, pay later almost get you to then overspend what you probably should not overspend? <laughs> Yeah, Terry, and this really digs into, you know, why I really struggle with encouraging people to use buy now, pay later mm -hmm. is they've got some really smart marketing and psychology people working there uh, and, and they've sort of framed buy now, pay later in a way that makes it seem like something you can afford when you really can't. So, you know, again, let's go back to that, you know, $100, let's say instead of a dress that we talked about earlier, jewelry, let's talk about an $100 flight. And, you know, someone might say, I can't afford to take an $100 flight to go to Vegas for this weekend. I'm not going to go. Um, but now we look and we see, you know, major airlines like American Airlines and United Airlines are offering these buy now, pay later services. And mm. it can often be advertised as pay $25 for your flight now. And then in small <laughs> fine print, 
pay three more installments of $25 later. And so suddenly, you know, I know I'm not paying 20 or a hundred dollars for a last minute flight, but $25. Yes. That's, that's a deal. A $25 flight is a deal. And you know, this really smart marketing psychology goes in that sort of makes you forget that it's $25 now, but ultimately you're going to have to make up that difference down the road. So paying the $75 difference and, you know, we talked about the $8 late fee and the $30 overdraft fee. Suddenly, uh, the $100 flight that you could have just paid for up front might end up being $138. Um, and so it, it really makes it feel like you can afford something because you only have to pay $25 now when you you completely forget that you still are going to have to pay off the rest. Right. And what I really do think is challenging about travel is it's often something that you can't return. Um, even change and cancellation policies are oh. so complicated. So you might not even end up taking the flight for whatever reason um, versus, you know, a dress, you can probably return it to the store. Mm-hmm. Often with travel, you just can't. Uh, and you're stuck with this thing that you have to pay off long after you've taken it, or maybe you never even took it to begin with. Oh, I know. And it's so challenging because people really do want to travel right now. And I'm sure when you see that, Ooh, $25, that that looks terrific, but then you're paying for it long after you've had that great trip and then wondering, why did I do this? <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, credit cards definitely act similarly in the fact that you can have something now. And often with credit cards, you have to pay $0 now. You can have the thing now. You don't have to pay for it until maybe a month from now when that bill is due. Um, but, you know, credit cards typically won't have that sort of marketing language where it makes it seem like you get this thing for free or cheap and then you just pay for it in small installments over time. I do think it is a little bit more clear that you are with credit cards paying $100 for the flight. Um, you know, whether you pay it off all in one month is sort of up to you. And of course, with a credit card, you're probably going to get hit with interest charges if you don't pay it all off within that month or before that next billing statement. But the way that that these programs like Afterpay or Affirm that offer buy now, pay later services really make you think that the item is often a quarter of the cost of what it is, I'll, I'll see people say, you know, wow, I, I only had to pay $25 for this dress. And I realize later that I'm paying $25 again and again and again. Uh, that's something that a lot of people just don't realize. Yeah, it's almost like that gotcha moment that many people talk about sometimes. Okay. So hmm, what do you think, Sally, when it comes to the bottom line with buy now, pay later, what do you suggest? Yeah. Well, you know, I I do want to be fair to these companies and they definitely have their time and their place. Um, This can be an affordable alternative to credit. So speaking, you know, of travel specifically, sometimes you have to travel. You have a sick relative that you have to go see. um, And even if you don't have the money now, you know, I I would argue, you know, a sick relative, you have to go take care of them. Um, That's not a financial option. Um, And so, you know, if you don't have money to pay for the airfare upfront, in cash, you might turn to a credit card and you can book that flight now and you can pay 
um, you know, for that flight once you have the money. Um, and the challenge with that is it can be tough to get approved for credit cards if you already have poor credit, if you don't have a history of credit because you're new to credit, maybe you're an immigrant and you have trouble getting approved for a credit card. Credit cards aren't for everyone either. Um, and of course, with credit cards, uh, there's almost always going to be interest charges unless you have something like a 0% APR promotional offer. Um, the good thing about buy now, pay later is often they say you won't owe any interest if you pay off on time. And so again, going back to that $100 flight, you don't have $100, but you need to take the flight because you're caring for a sick relative. You only have $25. Great. Let's book that now. And you know your next paycheck, you'll have an extra $25. And your next, you'll have an extra $25. It can actually be cheaper than using a credit card if you know you'll pay off on time. Whereas that credit card is going to charge you with interest rates, which means that a $100 flight is going to cost more than that. Um, and so for that reason, I think buy now, pay later can be really, really useful for people who need the money, um, who can't otherwise get approved for a credit card or just don't want to pay those interest charges. Um, and, you know, there are people who can really act responsibly with it. Um, I talked to one person who was going through a breakup with their partner and they were in the midst of dividing finances. And he just said it was too messy to book this new trip while he was still in the midst of splitting ongoing bank accounts. And he also had a separate side business and he wanted to just sort of free up some cash flow. He said, I absolutely know I'm going to pay off this trip, but I just want to be able to have some cash flow given this messiness of his breakup and his business. Um, and so, you know, there are definitely ways that people can use buy now, pay later to their benefit. It's just really important that you know what you're in for, um, that you know what those late fees are. You're going to ensure that you're not going to overdraft on that forced auto pay um, and that you're really clear that you're not falling for those marketing tactics. It's not some 75% off trip. Uh, you are still paying the full price some way, somehow, just not now. But if you take the trip now, you're going going to have to pay for it down the road. And sometimes that's more painful. Oh, yeah. Okay. So options are good. Read the bottom line on all of it, though. And then I guess decide really what is best for you. Um, is I, I want to say it's one of those listen to your head um, for the smartness in dealing with the money, not your heart that's saying I got to take this trip right now. But hopefully it works out whatever you decide to do. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, Sally French, always terrific to talk to you. And especially when it comes to talking about traveling. I love it so much. Thank you, Sally. I hope you have some good travel plans this year. I hope so too. And you've helped us kind of worm our way through this whole idea of buy now, pay later, figure out what really does work for every individual. Again, everybody, Sally French with Nerd Wallet, and I'm Terry Barr with the Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. Have a great day and we'll talk with you again next week.